Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, guys, got a question out there for you, and it's it's not, this is, this is not designed to, in any way, ah, let's put it to the positive like I mean it. It's really good to identify what divides us because when we look at it sometimes and we go, whoa, we're being divided over the wrong stuff. We've got calls for unity in the church, um, encouraging one. Second Corinthians 13, 11, finally, brothers. And by the way, when you look at these last calls like we're looking at in Romans 16, the last part of the letter is be unified. Mm -hmm. Let's be unified here. Mm -hmm. Let's not get divided over stuff. Yeah. And the big warning sign is we can't be divided, especially now, guys, especially in Chicagoland, because we live in a world today where we can't divide over style, especially. We got to, is there, is there time to speak up about doctrine? And Absolutely. But if we're divided over uh, frivolous stuff, that really imperils our ability to be salt and light in this world today. Jesus is high priestly prayer. Uh, Mark Job said it in the first, I think the first segment of the show this morning. God, let them be one as you are in me and I am in you. Let them be one so that the world will see that you sent me. Jesus's deity rests in our unity. Uh, that's not an overstatement. That's exact ex-Jesus from the high priestly prayer in John 17. People will find legitimacy in the deity of Jesus when they see us together. And this proves itself out because we get divided over the craziest stuff in our world today. So let's talk about that. What divides us in the world today? And I mean, there are so many things that divide us. You know, you think about what unites us as a city. There's things like sporting teams, like the Bulls mm-hmm. and the Bears. And but then you go White Sox and Cubs, and right. it's, it's fun. But all of a sudden, zoom, yep. yeah, then you get a little divide. There you go. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, are you a North Sider or South Sider? Are you <laughs> Wrigley? Or I don't even know what the other one's called. Guaranteed, Guaranteed rate. rate. Comiskey. Yeah. I can't. I can never keep it straight. Guaranteed rate. The arrow going down still cracks me up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's unfortunate that. branding. Yeah. Guaranteed rate. There's got to be a way to rebrand guaranteed rate where an arrow goes up, a new byline, like lift your life by getting lower rates yeah, or something. something like that. Something. <laughs> yeah, gotta, hey, guys, can you please change your symbol? It's on our stadium. It needs to go. Yeah, it just bothers us. <laughs> the arrow going down is one of the funniest things in the world. You drive it by is. it and it's an arrow going down. It's the like first time I how saw the world that. is the World Series going to come back here with an arrow going down? <laughs> yeah. Those of us on the Rhine every day, the first time I saw that, I went, What? <laughs> How long has it been up there? Like four years. It's been up for a little while now. (laughs) Uh, That's just too funny. That's a funny thing. Uh, But we're called to unity. And uh, the question we got on the table, what's the stuff that's dividing the church? What here's here's how I want to frame it. What's the stuff that's dividing the church that ought not be dividing the church? Absolutely. Let's go with that and just throw them out there. Boom crew. You can text in. You can call in. You can do whatever you want. It's a potpourri. You can send a telegram in here if you have to. 312-274-9624. What's dividing the church that ought not? It just ought not. Mm-hmm. 312-274-9624. What's dividing the church that ought not, Allie? Come on. You're, mm. You got a PhD in this one. You rattle them off all the time. Well, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about politics is definitely dividing the church. But I think another big one is just music preferences. It's a big one. It's an age-old deal, isn't it? Is mm-hmm. it? Do you sing hymns or do you sing a more traditional or more contemporary songs? Do you sing out of a book or off of a screen? And um, what style even within the genre of more contemporary music? Do you do, you do gospel? Do you loop choruses too many times? You know, yeah, or, you have drums. You have drums. Yeah, the drums or the volume Ooh. that tends to be a big one because m- music in the church, I think, generally has gotten louder yes. as sound systems have been more become more prominent and the quality has gotten higher. And so, some people are really bothered by the volume. And I would say I would prefer a lower volume, but I know that it can be really contentious and ha- why are we playing this music so loud? But it's not worth splitting the sheets over. Not at all. I really don't think it is. Absolutely not. 
I mean, at the end of the day, these underground churches in Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, China, <laughs> they would love to be able to be in public with whatever volume and be able to just turn it up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, and that's kind of the thing is I, I'm sure even in places like Iraq or Iran, that there are people in the underground church who have stylistic preferences sure. as to how they might like things. But they're not that those are not the things they're concerned about because they recognize there are things more important than this. Big time. And we have to come to the same realization. There are things more important than this. Yeah, this is a important discussion. What's the warning light here? Don't be divided, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. We got to stay together. Some good feedback coming in from you by text message. A couple uh, people have pointed to age being something that div divides church, whether it's uh, youth versus older. Yeah. Also, the name of a church. That's one uh, kind of submission here this morning. Race says twenty eight eighty five can divide the church. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a big deal. It's a big deal. How are we going to really resolve this thing? Getting your feedback here, 312-274-9624. What's dividing the church that ought not? Gotta go into work? Don't worry. Check out the Carl and Crew Showcast wherever you like to stream. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Getting a lot of feedback here, guys. Want to let you know about something that starts today, this reading plan for the month of February. This is the last day we're going to mention it. Obviously, today's February 1. So get in, in on it today. It's a read-through of the book of Judges and the book of Ruth. Thanks to 180 Chicago and uh, Dr. Jim Coakley, who's going to be sending out little updates, email blasts, giving you some context, some prayer points daily. Throughout the month, text the word PLAN to 312-274-9624. If you want to jump in today, text the word PLAN to 312-274-9624. Yeah, I think this is the day, so uh, get your name in there, guys, and this is, this is great. If you do not have a reading plan that you're currently in, this is a great way to jump in. 28-day blitz, and, and it will form a habit in your life that will really be beneficial. So text the word PLAN to 312-274-9624. All right, what are you thinking here, Allie? Well, when we think about what y unites a church, you know, you think about uh, someone wrote this 9-11. Uh, Do you remember after 9-11 where there was this, I mean, it was it was a sense of kind of national um, being together and Big united. And I think the church was united as well. Like w when there was real opposition and uh, there was a lot of fear, but you saw a lot of coming together. I remember being in college and going to a prayer event where people were just looking for solace and comfort in each other in a way that was kind of new. Yeah. I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. That it was so, it was so incredibly awesome. I mean, Again, up in Alaska, a church has pastoring called Change Point. We had uh, we got a call from the city. I forget who called us. I think it was the mayor, and said, uh, "Listen, you can mobilize a lot of people, and we need your help." We had two plane loads, seven four sevens of Chinese nationals that were stuck at Anchorage International Airport mm. in nine eleven, and they were there for my bride's probably listening right now. I think they were there for three, four, five days, maybe more. Might have been a full week. But it was it was days. And so we had we had a few hundred folks in our gymnasium and rooms all over the the facility. But we had mobilized people. We had we had a room full of diapers that was like yeah. looked like diaper emporium. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. And we had rockers and we had cribs and we had people running and getting food and we had buffets of food brought down by the church. Oh, wow. Guess what? There was no need to get petty about anything because yeah. everybody was focused on the greater good. It was awesome. Yeah, and you know, you think does it take a, a crisis for the the church to unite? I mean, you would you would hope not that it wouldn't take some sort of calamity to be the thing that drives people to each other out of kind of necessity. Yeah, I mean, it's calamity does by virtue of the fact that you have crisis, it can draw people together. But there's got to be more than that, right? Certainly. And it's the gospel is front and center here. Can't we say that? I mean, we 100%. live in a world that's broken, hurting, backs to God, and they need a fair shot at the gospel. Mm -hmm. So the question Allie has is a good one for us right now. When have you seen the church most united, most unified? What was happening? Describe it for us. 312 
274-9624. Yeah, this is a great question because I'm going through, boy, just my mind is just going through a card catalog of all the things that I've seen in a local church where I've served or been a pastor or, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Let's brainstorm these things here. Coming up straight ahead. Get your answer into this one right now. When have you seen the church most unified? 312-274-9624. Hey, this is Bart Miller from Mercy Me, and you're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings on Moody Radio Chicago. Okay, listen, a big warning sign is don't be divided. There are myriad scriptures. You go anywhere, Genesis to Revolution. That's what I'm looking for is a revolution in the church. All the way to Revelation, what do you find? You find over and over again this call to be unified. Unified is beautiful. You know what it's like to be unified. When you're cranky and disgruntled with one another, it stinks. You look horrible. You look like you've been baptized in pickle juice, man. Come on, we can do better than this. So we're asking you, and we got six lines available. That's it. We got calls pouring in here right now. When have you seen the church unified? What was going on? Phil in Chicago, what do you say, Phil? Yeah, we were, uh, my wife and I were working over in Afghanistan a little over 20 years ago, and the Christian community there, the expat community, basically was made up of many denominations, Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist, Pentecost, I mean, you you name it. And <laughs> on on Sunday, it was a normal week day, so we met on Friday like the locals did, only we met together as a group to encourage one another. And sometimes, you know, the Methodists would bring the message, sometimes the Pentecostals, sometimes the Baptists, and everybody came together, everybody participated, you know, we all had the same basic core faith. There were just some theology differences, but we threw those aside because of the need to minister to one another. Boom. And sometimes the, the song service was very Pentecostal. Sometimes it was very traditional, um, but everybody participated. And afterwards we hang around and have some food and, you know, talk and just encourage one another. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Wasn't it Phil? It was very beautiful, and it was necessary because, you know, we couldn't get by without the encouragement of the other saints yeah. because the the land was so hard over there spiritually. Phil, this is a great testimony, my man. Thank you for that big time. That's so cool. And sometimes it's good for Baptists to get a little taste of Pentecostal, having been raised a Baptist. Absolutely. Well, I love how he said we couldn't get by without each other, basically. Yeah. I mean, and, and you think about that kind of unity, if we really view our very spiritual survival as dependent on our connection and our love for one another, we might take it a little bit more seriously. We couldn't get by without each other. Yeah. I love that. What a great testimony. Thank you, Phil. Boom, brother. You're in the boom crew, my man. All right. We got got seven lines available. I want them filled up right now. When have you seen the church? I mean, unified, because the warning sign is don't be divided. We put the deity of Jesus out there to the wind when we're divided. According to the high priestly prayer, that's what we do. Look at, look at John 17. Let them be one as we are one. You and me, I and you, God, let them be one so that the world will know that you sent me. So let's, let's reverse engineer it. The world will not know that Jesus has been sent by God if we're in disunity. This is true. Whoa, man. Yeah, and that sounds way harsher and way more urgent than we might even imagine. Absolutely. Okay, give it to us. Here's the question. When have you seen the church most unified? 312-274-9624. New to the show? We're glad you're here. You're listening to Carlin Crew Morning. Yeah, I got a lot of first-time callers even coming here this morning. This is great, guys, asking you a question. When have you seen the church, I mean unified, the church capital C, like Ali said, it's the church collective. When have you seen us come together in unity? 312-274-9624. One of the coolest things for me, one of the two was, and it was per birth, but we saw 450, 500, I'm not going to sell it short, my wife might text me, 500 single adults in a ministry in Little Rock, Arkansas, that were united around the gospel and discipleship. And although they were all single adults, they were not there to find a mate, they were there to to glorify God and what came out of that were some rock'em sock'em marriages. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And and it was it was passion for Jesus Christ, passion for the glory of God, and it was amazing to see. What do you say? Three one two two seven four 
9624. Tracy, thanks for holding on. And Evanston, what do you say, Trace? Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I wanted to say uh, during the pandemic um, was probably one of the uh, most connected times ever when we were all disconnected in the world and turmoil and racial unrest, all of that. But our pastor, and as you're talking about pastors, Carl, because you're one yourself, did not miss a beat. Consistent. We were meeting online. We had consistent prayer. In fact, I have to hop off this line really quick because we have corporate prayer every morning at 645. And so in 2021, our uh, prayer for the theme of the year was, uh, John came from John 2021, which says when Jesus is talking to John and said, um, I give you peace. And so our response was, I received the peace of the Lord. And um, we're all called to be disciples. And once we continue to keep our eyes focused on that premise alone, there is nothing that can disrupt our peace. And so I just want to say, and I thank you all every morning. I listen to you every morning and love you guys. But thank you for this opportunity. It's amazing. And I feel like um, the church, and even more now, we have young adults coming. We have uh, youth coming to join the church. It's even more connected now than it was before the pandemic. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And you guys are amazing, and God bless you. Hey, Tracy, sister, thank you. Boom, sister, and get on that prayer line right That's now. Awesome. That is wow. tremendous. Awesome. 312-274-9624. When have you seen the church really unified, right, Allie? Yeah, just got a text. I see the church most unified when it faces something that cannot be handled in its own strength. When we desperately need God, when we must see him work in order to succeed, we drop the dumb stuff and come together. Boom. That is spot on, Boom Good Crew. feedback. Ron, first-time caller, Gray's Lake. Bring it in here, man. What do you got? Hey, Carl. Uh, Coach here. Uh, One of the things is over the years, I've been involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for the past 30 years. Been a coach, basketball, football coach up in the area. And uh, we lost several young men uh, over the years through death, uh, accidents, motorcycles. One of our top athletes died several years ago in a motorcycle accident. Traumatized the whole community. And uh, the churches all came together. We held services at our church. We outreached to the family. Family called us the, the night that it happened. We went and ministered to them at the kitchen table. And then we provided all the all the necessary things to put to send this young man to the Lord. And uh, he accepted Christ in, in one of our basketball programs. He was only 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw everybody put everything aside, drop everything, support this family. He had younger siblings, support the younger siblings. Until these, until this family never got over this, but they saw Christ. They yeah. saw Christ. Yeah, all of us. in motion. Boom, brother. Ron, first time caller, Gray's Lake. Way to go, coach. That's what we're talking about here today, guys. What is it that brings people together? 312-274-9624. No, more specifically, when have you seen the church united? I mean, really united. Because the warning sign we're talking about day, today is disunity. And it's everywhere. Yeah. From Genesis to Revelation, it is the Bible is chock full. One of the songs of ascent that I just absolutely love is Psalm 133. Listen to this. Let me pull it up here. I know I've got it somewhere. Where is it? It left me. No, it isn't. Right here. This is David. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. That was sung as a song ascending the steps of Jerusalem on the way to the holy city. Wow, that, that's what they were celebrating Yeah, when we're unified. When have you seen the body unified? 312-274-9624. Nine lines available right now. Light them up, guys. 312-274-9624. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it, Allie? When the church comes together, yeah. When have you seen that? 312-274-9624. Kevin, Earlville, what do you say, my man? Did we not see the church come together last Friday with Morningstar Missions when the winter rescue kits, 4,000 rescue kits in four hours, $100,000? Didn't he move in a mighty way then? 
You better. Amen. Triple boom, my brother. You are spot. That is a great example. It really is. When the, yeah, when the boom crew gets show, mobilized Catherine. like that, I mean, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, that was unity. I mean, we sat there in awe. We were. We're like, look at this. Yeah. What in the cat hair is going on it's here? truly <laughs> incredible. Thank you. Just awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Boom, brother. We're, that's why we call you the boom crew. We got nine lines available, and I'm asking you to fill them up. And by the way, if... You don't have a story to share if you haven't seen the body of Christ really unified. But most of you have seen a glimpse of this somewhere along the line. What was going on? 312-274-9624. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. There is something about adversity that causes unity. There's no doubt about it. I mean, when you put the squeeze on the church, man, they, sometimes the church shines like never before. Absolutely. Get to that in just a moment. Thanks for holding on. Cindy and Butler, PA. You listening online there, sin- sister? Hello? Good morning. You listening online this morning? Uh, yeah, I listen on the radio. Oh, that's online, great. Online, on my phone. Oh, that's great. Good to have you with us, Cindy. Um, when, when yeah, because I'm the, a long way away in Butler, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're a long way away. It's good to have you with us in the boom crew. It really <laughs> is. When have you seen the church really unified? Well, I serve with Samaritan's Purse, and I see it unified in Samaritan's Purse because so many people come to Christ while you're there serving, cleaning their house, restoring the house. The chaplains from Samaritan's Purse visit the homeowners every day. They speak to them about their salvation. They present Christ to them. They present them with Bibles. And then in the background, you have all the people that are cleaning the yard, taking down um, the drywall, and tarping the roofs, and we're silent. We're in prayer. And the chaplains are ministering to the victims. It's and a, it's beautiful. It is. The church is at work. Boom, sister. Thank you so much for taking the time to pick up the phone in Pennsylvania. We love you, sister. Way to go. Man, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and that is a great example. Yes, it really is. When have you seen the church really unified? 312-274-9624. Okay, I've got a habit of waiting too long. I'm not going to wait. Okay, John 3. <laughs> Peter and John dared to heal a guy, a, a lame guy. And uh, it ticked off the religious elite. So they drag Peter and John before the council. They give them a little flog and a whole lot of talking to, and then they go after them. And they tell them, all right, here's the deal. You can go, but shut up about what you're doing here. Don't be, don't be talking about Jesus. Hmm. And they're ticked. Well, guess, guess what the church does? They get together and and they cry out to God. And the whole prayer is written down right here. But this is one part of their prayer that's amazing. This is what they pray. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Oh, God, while you stretch out your hand to heal and with signs and wonders that they will be performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And the place where they had prayed and gathered was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. How cool is that? It's beautiful. It's one of the most amazing things going. Hey, you guys shut up over there. Don't be talking about Jesus. All right, here's the deal. We got out by the skin of our chin. And they told us to shut up. So it's time to pray that we can be more bold than ever with the gospel. For real. <laughs> Epic. An it epic is. story. And then it goes into Acts chapter 5. And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord. Multitudes of both men and women. <laughs> God, give us unity to speak up. Right, guys? Yeah. Yes, Give please. us unity to speak up. Yeah. You've got a world hurting, man. Let us speak. Taking your calls. We got 10 lines available. It is your turn right now. Boom crew, load them up. I'm not, we're not stopping this train.
We're going for it, Allie. <laughs> you ready? Let's go. When have you seen the church most unified? We'd love to hear your story on this one. 312-274-9624. Oh, and then coming up here in a moment, we're going to tell you we've got one last shot at this Bible reading plan, and it is amazing. It's like coffee, but for your ears. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. We're talking unity here, Boom Crew. We're talking unity, and let's get fired up. Boom, 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 boom. Let's get fired up. I am lit up this morning. What is happening right there? I'll tell you what's happening. I'm a pastor. I believe in the gospel. It radically altered my life, and there's no greater joy as a pastor than to see the body of Christ united around the gospel. No greater joy. None. It's one of the most beautiful things going. Prove it to me, Lewis. First time caller from Wisconsin. What you got there, my man? Yes, sir. It's a magnificent work you guys are doing there. Appreciate your radio station. I went to uh, a men's conference uh, for the whole weekend. It was Promise Keepers. Thank God for your assistant there. She reminded me the name of them. And it was a powerful move of God. Yeah. Men from different denominations, uh, cultures, ethnic groups mm-hmm. came together. And the power of God fell on that place like never before, like no Super Bowl ever. It was a super magnificent move of God. Yeah, yeah. And I, my desire to see the body of Christ to come together and work together to glorify our Father. Lewis, I'm so with you, brother. Would you pray that way right now? First time caller, I'm putting you on the spot here, man. I'm asking you to pray on air. Would you pray for unity right now, Lewis, across Chicagoland? Father, we just thank you and give you glory for this radio station. Bless it. Increase its ministry. Allow the unity of your spirit to bring people together from all over the Chicago, Wisconsin land, and around this nation, God. Let your spirit move in a mighty way that you will bring your body of Christ together, that your coming will come soon because we are fulfilling the missionary work that you call us to do. And we give you glory and honor for what you're doing through yeah. these people and through this radio station. Increase their efforts and their ability by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we thank you, God, for ministries such as this. And we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lewis, yeah, you Lewis. can call in any time. What Boom, an encouragement brother. you are. Thank you. In fact, you're such an encouragement. Thank you all. Hold Love on the guys. line, Lewis. Guess what you're uh-oh, getting today? Uh-oh. What's Lewis getting from Carl? <laughs> Prize back. You're getting a Carl and Crew prize pack. You stay right on the horn, Lewis, and I love you, man. You keep it going, okay, my friend? You too, sir. Bless you all. Bless you, brother. Uh, First time caller. That's why he's in the boom crew. Wow. Wow, wow. I'm putting him on the front bleacher in the boom crew. Right there. Front row bleacher right there in the boom crew. Absolutely. It's Carl and Crew mornings. All right, guys, we're asking you a very important question. When have you seen the church most unified? 312-274-9624. Okay, we're going to have some more gospel tunes this morning because nobody speaks unity like a gospel quieter. Right, Allie? I know you're with me on this one. I love a gospel choir. (laughs) Come on, man. My goodness. I've had some fun times singing in gospel choir. You have, haven't you? What's what's so fun about that? There's just something so special when you're, it's unity, when you're united as singers and you're praising the name of Jesus. And then I have always believed that there's nothing that points, there's many things that point to Jesus, but there's something about harmonies, the layering of music that God put together that so points to his glory. And you hear music being layered and instruments blending together and voices. This is, I mean, it's heavenly yeah, in, and, in every sense of the word. And it's not, and it's usually not what, sometimes you have a featured singer that steps out, but it's, it's, God is featured it's in gospel choirs. together. Yeah. Proclaiming the name of Jesus. I, I just, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. When have you seen the power of God on display, I mean unity in the body of Christ. Lewis just called in, first time caller from Wisconsin, Promise Keepers. He was in Pontiac Silverdome. Men from every nation, tribe, and tongue coming together. You know what united them? The gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. The gospel of Jesus Christ. When have you seen this? 312-274-9624. Come on, bring it in. We got eight lines available right now. Three one two two seven four nine six two four. This is David Crowder, guys. Good morning, Boom Crew. Helping you take your next step with Jesus. Step towards someone. 
in the power of love today. Get to know the team behind the scenes. Check out Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. It's Carl and Crew Mornings, man. This is amazing. We've got just five lines available. We're asking you to call in right now. When have you seen the church unified? Here's the warning sign for today. Don't let there be division among you. It's in Romans 16, but it's everywhere in Scripture. What what do we see Jesus doing when he falls to his knees and prays? It's the high priestly prayer in John 17. Father, let them be one as you are in me and I am in you. Let them be one so that the world will know that you sent me. Jesus prayed that you, their unity be, would be so real it would validate his deity. Now, I don't have to be negative here, right? The obvious flip side of that is disunity calls into question our Savior's deity. Right. Whoo! The stakes are high, Allie. So we've been asking you all morning and gotten great response. When have you seen the church most united? 312-274-9624. Yeah, I've been saying all morning I got to get to another little featured piece about uh, Founders Day, but I'm going to hold off on that because we got phone lines blowing up right now. So let's go to Willie from Chicago. Willie, when have you seen the church most unified? Look, it's been 79, I mean, 80 or 81 that I saw a group of street boys, one one group from one side and one group from the other. I won't call no names, but they came to visit the church I'm from an evangelical church. And they came to visit the church and seven got baptized on one side and five on the other. And the older people and the middle-aged people, everybody was rejoicing. And that you could tell that they wasn't doing it for publicity. Yep. You could tell that the church was united because the Spirit had got them to come to an agreement at that present time. Willie, that is such a great testimony, my brother. That's the power of the Lord. And, you know, Willie, I'd venture to say they would have never come to that church had they not felt the unity of welcome spirit there, that, right, that's, Willie? That's it, Carl. I, I really, I was a young man at the time. I was born in the 40s, and at the time, I was a young man, and I, I prayed that God wouldn't let no, no, you know, we call it gangbangers, let no gangbangers come to our church and get to fighting, you know. So you knew that that was God's spirit. Yes. You knew that was greater, that was in, greater is his in he than he that is in the world. Yeah. They was in the world, but the spirit of the Lord was greater. Yeah. Willie, you're right on, brother. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, my goodness. This this, this is, um, you know, real powerful unity in the spirit is a fresh wind, fresh fire. It is. It's just that real, guys. There's no denying it. Yeah. So we're asking you to bring it in right now. Where are those stories of unity? You've seen unity in the body of Christ, and it was contagious. It was like a house on fire. What brought them together? Give us that story, 312-274-9624. I got chills right now. Get more from your morning show. Check us out on social media. Just search Carlin Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. All right, we're going to have Mark Job in here, 10th president of Moody Bible Institute, pastor, and we're going to be talking about, uh, listen, we're going to be talking about Founders Day. It's on Friday. It's going to be a big deal. But I don't want you to stop bringing these calls in. We're going to put you on hold for a little bit, but I'm asking you to bring them in. We're going to fire hose this thing all through the 8 o'clock hour. We're talking about the warning sign of disunity. And, you know, it was early this morning that we shifted gears because we were talking about what disun- what brings disunity. Shine that. What brings unity? Yeah. I just got a cool text message of someone who says, uh, former military, and I've marched many miles singing a cadence with men. But when I was in a men's conference at my church and we had hundreds of men singing gospel songs to the Lord, that was the loudest sounding, most wonderful experience ever. Boom! Right there. Mm. Right there. So we're asking you, where have you seen this? We've got eight lines available. I'm asking you to just crush us with phone calls. we got a lot of stud muffins calling in today. Have you noticed that? It's great. A lot of men calling in. Spiritual stud muffin lineup here today. I'm asking you to call in right now. Where have you seen the church unified? 
And I mean, it was contagious. I mean, Willie just called in and talked about those two sets of uh, opposing gang members Mm -hmm. that came in. But he quickly picked up on the fact that they came in because they felt a sense of unity. If you walk into a cold church that's been baptized in pickle juice, man, it's just there's not it's not going to have that spirit. Yeah. I mean, have you ever walked into a home where there's a lot of tension and people don't get along? You don't want to hang out there. It's not a it's not a comfortable and you can feel the tension in the air. It's not a place that you want to settle in on the couch and you watch a movie. <laughs> like, uh, feels tense in here. I think I want to find some place else to go. Yeah, you are right on about that. So come on in. We'll get it. We're going to get to your call. Stay on hold. We've got eight lines available. Where have you seen unity in the body of Christ? You've seen it, and it's like undeniable. It's like you got to share it. We're ready for your story. 312-274-9624. Coming up, minute and a half, Pastor Mark Job, straight ahead. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, we're talking warning songs all week. Yesterday, man, what a great time. We had so much feedback, guys. The need to kill sin and put it to death and not just let it sit in the corner unconfessed, but then really forsake it. So today we're drilling down on another one. And this is huge because unity in the body of Christ, if you go to Romans 12, 9 through 18, The Apostle Paul's mapping out what the body needs to be looking like, caring for each other, loving one another, keeping unity cooking here, because a unified church is a dynamite church. Yes. On the flip side. Let's go to Romans 16, 17. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. Okay. And you might want to ask, and you need to ask, historically, culturally, what's going on here? And there's some commentators that have said it's Gnosticism, the worship of knowledge. It's not. Most commentators agree that what's being spoken of here directly is the tendency to have legalism, to find hooks in the law, and to have God in a box, right? And when you put God in a box, you know what you do? You start dividing the body. Because now everybody's not performing up to your little expectations. And so this this division and obstacles created to people learning the word of God is God takes that really seriously. Yeah, he really does. All right. We got a special guest in here. Oh, oh. Mark Job, how are you, my man? <laughs> Always great to be with you. <laughs> Never know what you're going to walk into. We roped here. into this one. Mark, um, from your heart, uh, as a pastor, oh, you're Our passion as pastors is to have unity in the body, isn't it, Mark? Yes, it is. You know, Carl, uh, I read a study recently that indicated that 42% of pastors have seriously considered resigning. And uh, one of the things that they listed was just the volatility and division that has existed, especially over the last couple of years. Mm. And so you have pastors that have never had to pastor in such a polarized, divided um, society, but that seeps into the church. You're right on. And um, it's very, very discouraging for pastors and so many quitting, resigning. But but, but I want to say this. Um, There's a lot of issues that define us in today's society that should not be our primary identifier. We should be defined as followers of Jesus. That should be number one. Everything else, everything else, political affiliation, skin color, cultural stuff, all should be subject, subject to, first of all, our identity in Christ and John chapter 17. They will know, they will know, they will know the Father. They will know who we are Christians. They will understand because of the unity that we, that we have. And that is a challenge. As you are in me and I am in you, let them be one so that the world will know. It, I love the high priestly prayer because the deity of Jesus in the eyes of the world hangs on the unity of the body of Christ. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. He says they will not know the deity of himself, Jesus Christ, that he came from the Father unless we're standing unified. Okay, coming up here in a moment, let's go specifically to this issue of legalisms and creating little boxes, right? And uh, we're going to keep Mark here. He's rolling here, guys. How about this, President Job? 
jumped in the saddle today and we're going to go for it. So let's break it down. Why is this dangerous? And how do you know when you're kind of getting against that edge where you're beginning to now put God in a box and you want others in that box with you? And what do we do to prevent that? That's coming up straight ahead. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. And that's the thing. Sometimes when it's all about, oh, we got our ticket punch, then we begin to form a construct around what's in the box, what's out of the box. And we can become legalists this easily. And by the way, be careful here, because we can foist our perception of how to honor God on people in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. With us, Mark Job right now. President, what what number president are you? I forget, 10? <laughs> number 10. Number 10. <laughs> number 10 in our countdown list. Uh, Mark Joe, president of Moody Bible Institute and pastor here uh, you know, all across Chicagoland. All right, buddy. You were just sharing something, and the boom crew's got to hear this one. Back in the day, 18-year-old Mark Job comes to campus and... You know, I was sharing a story about this. I started attending a church, a good church, a solid evangelistic church, and they'd asked me to lead a Bible study. But uh, before I I said, yes, I'd be happy to do that. And then I got uh, a notice through the associate pastor. Hey, the senior pastor wants you to cut your hair and (laughs) is asking if uh, you need help buying other clothes because I would show up in blue jeans because they would like for you to uh, dress in something other than blue jeans. (laughs) And, um, you know, I went to my floor and uh, I was complaining. I was saying, no one asked me how my heart was doing. No one asked me if I felt prepared. No one asked me. They just want me to cut my hair and dress differently. I'm going to leave that church and all the guys on my floor. Yeah, 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 that's legalism. And you know what? I prayed about it and I felt like the Holy Spirit said to me, you're willing to go to Africa. You said my life belongs to you. You're willing to do anything. And now you have to cut your hair to teach a Bible study and you're going to leave. So I went. And I found a room, my roommate, I said, cut my hair now. And I cut my hair and the, the worst haircut I'd ever got in my life. <laughs> well, if it was on the, on the floor of a oh, dorm. Yeah. Uh, the floor of a dorm, worst haircut. But then I went back to the pastor and I said, you know what? I'm doing this not because I agree, but because I want to serve and follow Jesus. But that shaped me. That shaped me. And I determined when, when I'm a pastor of a church, um, I'm going to make sure that we are looking on the inside, not on the outside, and we're going to accept and bring in people from every walk of life. Mm. I'm going to keep grilling you here. Um, how does someone know today if they're a division maker rather than a unity builder? They're listening right now, and they're like, man, I wonder where I stand on this continuum. Yeah. So I would say this. You know, there are some times where if you are unhappy and discontent somewhere and you go with a jaded view and a bitter spirit and just always looking for what's wrong, um, first of all, check your heart because, um, you know, you need to you need to see what's good. First uh, Corinthians chapter thirteen talks about what love does to us, and love covers a multitude of sins. Love sees what's right, but I would rather you leave somewhere than stay disgruntled, speaking, talking. The Bible's very strong about gossip. By the way, if you have an issue, you speak it up. If you have good, you speak it down to everybody, but you should not be speaking to other people about your disgruntledness. You go to the people that have power to make a difference because that's called gossip. Yeah, as a pastor, and I know you appreciate this, Mark, we love it. I I had someone just recently let us know that they they think they're going to go somewhere else, and they gave us a reason why. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't agree with their reason. But I sure love the fact that they came to me. Right. Right? Absolutely. And Jesus talks a lot. The the Gospels talk a lot about that. The Apostle Paul was dealing. Most of his writings have to do with division and conflict in the early church. People say, well, I want to be like the early church. Well, hello. We're, (laughs) We're a lot like the early church because conflict, division, heresy. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It tells us in the Psalms that like uh, oil down Aaron's beard, that 
God shows his favor. His favor is directed when he sees unity. And there's something that happens when there's disunity that does not allow the favor of God to flow in a powerful way. So you could be anti to unity or you could be taking away from unity. And you need to check your heart and say, Lord, I want to be someone that adds to unity. Yeah. That's the call that we have, isn't it? It Alan? is. And I I love that it's just twofold, that there's the call to avoid those who cause divisions. But I think implicit in this is, am I the person who other people should avoid? Like before I go and start avoiding other people, it's a heart check to Boom. go, am I one of the ones that's spoken of here? Am I someone who's causing division and creating obstacles that really suit my own preferences and have nothing to do with the word of God? That's so good. I I think one, and I want to kick this one around with me, Mark, here. A couple of pastors that are passionate about this, Allie. I see. Yeah, we're passionate about this topic. (laughs) But I would say this, too. I I learned something from an old timer at a church that I pastored in Alaska that we had 72 staff and a ton of folks coming. And he was an older guy. And we had we had a lot of people walking in with I mean, let me put it this way. I had elders come to us and say, we need seats that. The backs go all the way down because there was a it was really we had a lot of people walking in. And I mean, stuff was showing, guys. I mean, (laughs) I guess you can put two and two together. So we got it. Cheers and went all the way down in the back. And that's great. But I had one old timer said, you know what? He said, I don't like everything that we do stylistically here because I'm so much older, Mm -hmm. but I love the substance. There's a lot of wisdom in that. When you split sheets over style versus substance, it's something different, isn't it, Mark? Yeah. You know, I had an older uh, saint like that. We restarted a historic church that had been around for 110 years. And he said to me, he said, I don't like the music. He said, but I listened to my music on the way to church. And he said, I change is difficult for me. But he says, when I see people coming to Christ and people getting baptized and children in the nursery and the gospel going out, I can swallow a lot of my little petty (laughs) differences for the sake of the gospel. And you know what? That's maturity. That's maturity. Boom. All right. Now the real reason Mark Job came in here. Coming up, we're going to talk about... (laughs) Founders Day. It's coming up this Friday and you are invited. Hang on, guys. Living life for Jesus and having a blast in the process. We're Carlin Crew Mornings. All right, you can make it through. You can make it through on Friday. One day, it's colder than the well diggers backside, but you can make it. You can make it. And it's Founders Day. Yeah, this week, Friday, February 3rd, is Founders Day. And you may be going, Founders Day? I thought it was always Founders Week. Dr. Mark Job joining us right now. Give us just a, a quick explanation. Founders Day versus Founders Week. Tell us about it. Well, we decided to change Founders Week to a more seasonable time of the year, which is October. So many people wanted to come, but always snowstorms and difficulty. And so we've moved Founders Week to October. However, as a bridge, we're doing a Founders Day. This is a one-time thing. And so it's just one day to to bridge the change. And uh, we're very excited about it. Yeah, there's some great content, well, not least of which is Brian Dolan's coming in from Cleveland, and he's going to do a live Grandfather Effect podcast, which yeah. is really cool that we're leaning into. We got a great podcast. I mean, Allie's podcast is killing it. Snapshot Testimony. Mm. I mean, she's absolutely killing it with this thing, and downloads are out the wazoo. It's just tremendous. But featuring things like this, this is your cup of tea, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, it really is. And so... We're excited because we're having one day. We have uh, Tim Sisk in the morning, who's a professor here. We have Pastor Al Toledo speaking in yes. the afternoon as well. My pastor. That, yeah. That's right. Allie's pastor. And boy, he will charge you up. He's a great guy. And then in the evening time, we have a, a concert with Shane and Shane. Yes. And then I will be speaking as well. And our theme is Resolve. Beautiful. You know, Daniel set resolved in his heart that he would not defile himself. And the theme this year is, you know, we need to resolve in this generation that we will live for God no matter what. 
I want to linger there for a second because when we say that, Mark, I've been talking with a lot of guys here lately, churchmen all around the country. The day of, and I, I don't know, let me just say this carefully, but very directly. You know, back in the day when Howard Hendricks was teaching down at Dallas and he was a he was also the chaplain for the Cowboys, there was a certain mainstream hipness to some evangelical leaders. Mm-hmm. Those days are waning. Yeah. We are now becoming our life situation, our sits in Laban, is similar to the vast majority of Christians that have experienced what they're experiencing around the globe is becoming our reality. And it's happening fast, Mark. Absolutely. And Carl, I think that here in Chicago, we probably feel it more than, say, Oklahoma or Texas or Florida, which still has more of a Bible Belt influence. But we live in a very secular state, in an extremely secular city, where our morals, our value, our compass are oftentimes very, very much in conflict with our general culture. And so there needs to be a courageous firmness. Resolve. A a resolve. Serious. We need to be gracious as we engage in a a culture that doesn't understand Jesus. But we need to resolve that we will not compromise, that we will stand firm, even if it costs us a, a price to pay, which it is and it does and it will. Mark Job, everybody. Fantastic. So this is a one-day conference. It commemorates the life and ministry of our founder, D.L. Moody. Powerful teaching, preaching sessions, and then the evening, Dr. Mark Job is going to be sharing. And worship with a contemporary worship team band, Shane and Shane, one of my personal favorites. If you want to get here, we would love to have you. You can find details, directions, parking, maps, all of that. Just text the word Moody to 312-274-274. 9624. Come for one or stay for the whole day. Text the word Moody to 312-274-9624. You know, I want to encourage you, Boom Crew. Come on down. It's a day. Come on down. Parking is going to be free. They've got the, everything's free for parking. There are some good eateries around here and you're going to take in a phenomenal one day. I know it's chilly. Bundle up. A good coat goes a long way, and you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, what's that link again? That's the word Moody to 312-274-9624. We'll get you the details. Moody. Thank you, Mark, for being in here today. Always great to be with you. All right, we're going to shift gears back to where we were because we have got a spiritual fire going in the belly today. It's happening. We're celebrating the times when the church is unified. It's easy to talk about what divides us, politics and uh, color of carpet and all of the rest of it. But what what brings us together? When have you seen the church most unified? 312-274-9624. Come on, you've been holding, Mark. First time caller in Chicago. What do you say? we got a quick moment here for you, bro. Good morning, Carl and crew. Good morning. Uh, the first, well, this is not the first time, but the, the thing that really sticks out to me the most is, is this is a time when I was in high school and the beginning of my faith. And we were in high school. We had a group of uh, individuals that we used to come together every morning before school, and we used to um, pray. And this particular morning, um, I was I had just lost my grandfather, and after the loss of my grandpa, I was really down and didn't know which way to go. And at that, at that day, the, everybody in there was just in the spirit with me, praying over me and everything. And, and it was it was really on fire. And I that that day, that moment really sticks in my mind. Yeah. And it's one of the pivotal moments in my life that I will never forget because it really put me on fire for the Lord. Right on, Mark. Right on, Mark. Awesome. How, how old are you, Mark, right now? How old are I you? Am, I am 53 years old. Still on and fire. And I can still feel that fire. Still yeah. feel that fire. Right on. I feel it with you, bro. First time caller. Way to go, Mark. You're in the boom crew, my man. Boom. Thanks for calling in. We got seven lines available. It is time right now. When have you seen the church most united? 312-274-9624. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsor Studios. This is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. How you doing in there, my man? Well, I'm I'm just slightly confused. What's that? I don't know. I mean, in during the news broadcast, we're yeah. in different rooms, so I can't hear you. I can just see you. Oh, and... no. What we were laughing about is the monkeypox story. Oh, okay. You said that it stands to reason that we would have more because we're 
the lar- one the of lar- the larger nations in the world. But we're one of the dinkiest, aren't we? Nations in the world. When not it comes of, to continents, one. I mean China and. Or, or, well, I mean, yeah, you got China and India. Those are obviously are your they, two Do they most have monkeypox? Uh, I don't know their numbers. China, uh, I'm not trying to be political here yeah. about it, but they're just not honest about how they report oh, that's diseases. That's not political. That's just straight up good it's reporting. Just, that's just they how they do they it. They wouldn't yeah. report the truth if it, it was to their advantage. They yeah. just are so used to lying. No, that's that's insi- good insight. Yeah. Monkeypox, I hadn't heard a lot about it. There's a lot of sickness, though, going on across Chicagoland right now. So yeah, let's be praying lots for of, everybody. Lots of bugs and viruses. A lot of bugs. Yeah. It's just that time of year. I mean, we're in yeah. the first day of Feb. By the way, right. welcome to Feb. And we're going to keep this party going all hour long. This is going to be a just a blast. If you're just joining us, we're talking. The warning sign that we launched into is... Don't be causing division in the church. Romans 16. Romans 16, 17. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions create and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. And here's the context of that passage. There were guys that were putting God and people in a box, and it really revolved around festivals and the law, circumcision and the like. And here's the bottom line. That... <laughs> We've been set free. We've been set free. And you might say, well, how does that work in the church today? When we put people in a box, this is the way you need to speak. This is the way you need to look. We had Mark Job in here in the first hour, and he was talking about, and he he said it, good church, asked him to come give a Bible study. And then he got word, hey, we'd like you to do this. But the lead pastor is asking, hey, could you get a haircut? And do you have anything? This is when he was 18. Yeah, a a young kid. Do you have uh, do you have anything different than jeans? And he made a commitment in his heart that day. And by the way, he accommodated him. I thought that was cool. He cut his hair actually, yeah, yeah. but he made a commitment that man, we're gonna when when I plant a church, we're gonna have make sure that the doors are open to everyone, no matter what they look like. And uh, boom, crew, I just want to celebrate you. You've been bringing it today because we flipped this thing in division on its head, and we're saying, when did you see unity in the church? We got seven lines available. Everyone that's there, stay there. We're going to get to your calls. Uh, let's go to Tommy, first time caller from Chicago. When have you seen the church most unified? Good morning. Thank you guys for what you're doing. Um, in twenty nine or in twenty twenty, March twelfth, our church caught fire, and a week later, the pandemic hit, and our city and state shut down with the executive order, and. Three days after the fire, over 50 people showed up to clean the facility. And then over a period of 12 months after the fire, as people were losing their jobs, there was so much death, so much uncertainty, the church came together and raised over $75,000 to help us get our building back. And we were able to reopen in July of 2022. So just really thankful for our church community coming together in such a time of uncertainty. Yeah, that's a great word. Tommy, first time caller, boom, brother. That's why we call you the boom crew. Tommy, that's, there is something about in the midst of tragedy and loss, the church is sometimes at its best. Isn't it a bummer that sometimes, sometimes it feels like it's adversity that makes us shine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we, it's amazing, Wes, we've been talking about this this morning, that seeing the church united, how many people have pointed back to right after 9-11. Yeah. That answer has been an extremely popular one as a time when people remember, wow, the church was really united in the immediate aftermath and the, the, the national call to prayer and the response to that tragedy. It's absolutely amazing, and we're asking you to fire it up. We got a full hour, and let's give God praise for the time when you have seen God move in power through the unity of the body of Christ. Your number one hub for freedom stories. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. This has been a tremendous morning here, and guys, we're asking you, where can you look around and celebrate unity in the body of Christ? You tell us, when have you seen the church most unified? 312-274-9624. Where have you seen it most unified, Allie? You know, I was able to be a part of a congregation when I lived overseas. My husband played professionally, um, played professional basketball for a time, and so we bounced around Europe, and there was a church that I was a part of in Russia, of all places, 
It was a small little congregation that met on the second floor of a hotel um, in the conference room that we would transform into a little worship space. And there were people from so many different nations in that little ballroom so with the good. blue carpet and the makeshift sound system. But to hear people praising the Lord in their own language was something that was so special to me. It was such a unique it's little It's etched time. on your heart. It really was. And I, it, I remember thinking, and I feel foolish even admitting it, but I thought, oh, God speaks that language in that language. And, no, that's of, okay. and of course he does. He, he's the author of all of it. But, you know, from your American mindset, sometimes you forget that he's the God of the whole world. Yeah, man, that is so true. It's Carlin Crew Mornings asking you, where have you seen the church really united? And here's the warning sign today. You might be saying, well, did we get away from warning signs? No. Romans 16 is so clear. Don't be divided. So we flipped it on its head and said, let's celebrate the United Church right now. When have you seen the church united? And the power of God was on display. 312. 312- 274-9624. Light them up right now. 312-274-9624. Eight lines available now. Come and get one right now. Samantha, first time caller in Chicago. Thanks for holding on, Samantha. You go by Samantha or Sam? Do you ever go by the shortened uh, version? Oh, yeah. I go by Sam all the time. So, yeah, you can call me Sam. All right, Sam. What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, I'm a part of an online women's discipleship group. Uh, the leader is from America, moved to the UK. So uh, it's, the ministry is based in the UK, and we meet monthly via Zoom. So we've got women that come together from, of course, America, the UK, Spain, Ireland, Scotland, Australia. And there might be more, but that's what I know of off the top of my head. And we come monthly, meet, pray together, study God's word, and support each other in a, a Facebook group. You know, and I just, I love the unity, you know, so many different cultures uh, that come together and, you know, push into God. Wow, Samantha, that's awesome, sister. Way to go. Boom. She's first time, first time caller. You just got boomed right there. Way to go, Samantha. Thanks for calling in. How sweet is that? You know, and this is something that you've, we've seen a lot more of lately, people uniting online. Yeah. Church community. I mean, everyone pivoted during COVID, but you you see a lot more of this. What do you think? Is I, that a way okay. for the church to unite? This is such a good question, but I'm going to tell you right now, we have got to leverage technology to the glory of God. A okay. lot of us look at tech, but we've got to remember, if you go back to the printing press, there were churches that said, it's of the devil. You know, don't, you, don't use it. Right. And, and Charles Head and Spurgeon said, Print the messages and then ship them around the globe. I think we can look at technology and we know the downsides of it, but there's potential upside. And I will tell you this. I've been on small group settings on Zoom where I was shedding tears over the level of honest discipleship conversation we were having. So is it ideal? Or no, let's put it this way. Because I I don't want to categorize it as ideal or not. I would say this. There is huge value in it. I mean, Samantha's a living testimony of this. totally. Once a month. So there's huge value in this. But the question is, do we need each other around us as well? And we're going to be tackling that warning sign tomorrow. Thanks for the natural setup there, Allie. You're welcome. Wasn't intentional. But it worked. There you go. You must be walking with God strong today (laughs) because it's just rolling along. We got a question for you, Boom Crew. Got a couple more uh, minutes for you if you want to squeeze in your story. When have you seen the church most unified? 312-274-9624. New to the show? We're glad you're here. You're listening to Carlin Crew Mornings. One of the best tools you can get that will help you get out of yourself. And uh, come on, you know what I'm saying right now. Sometimes we got to get out of ourself. We got to get out of ourself. One of the best ways to get out of yourself is to listen to other people's stories. Snapshot. Allie's podcast is blowing up. The amount of downloads is growing exponentially, and I'm asking you to be a part of it, guys. Here's how. Text the word SNAP to 312-274-9624. Text the word SNAP to 312-274-9624. Also, boy, we got a lot going on here. Let me fire hose you with one more. Last day, last announcement right now, this is it. We are not going to mention it again, and that's because we're off to the races you can get in this. The Bible reading plan starts today. Jim Coakley, I got the first email 
for Judges and Ruth. It's a chapter a day going through Judges and Ruth. It is exceptional. He's got notes and what to be looking for. He's like a Bible tour guide walking through this study. It's epic. This is it. We're not going to announce it anymore. This is a last announcement. Text the word PLAN to 312-274-9624. Text the word PLAN to 312-274-9624. It's awesome, Boom Crew, watching so many of you grab up this uh, snapshot testimony link and then PLAN links. It's just tremendous. You guys are rolling with Jesus here. Uh, all right, let's do this. Joshua, first-time caller from Chicago. What do you say, Joshua? Hey, good morning, car and crew. First and foremost, thank you all. Y'all bless me every morning when I get a chance to hear y'all. Thank you. Um, I'm, thank you. Um, my name is Joshua, and I pastor at a church here in Chicago. And um, it was Great. about two years ago um, that we had a tragic event. Coming out of Bible study, one of our members got shot. Two days later, uh, she passed away. Mm-hmm. Mother five, uh, a wife, a woman of God. Um, just a tragic moment for us as a church, a community. Um, but what I was able to see, though, is that even through the tragedy, God came through through his church. We saw barriers come down. We saw people come together. The church of God was just so united in every aspect to help the family, to come together and pray for each other. And so I just wanted to share that even through hardship and dark moments, um, God shown his light through his church and unity. Wow, Joshua. Wow. Pastor Joshua, you sound like a young man. How old are you, bro, dog? <laughs> I'm 33. Yeah, you're a young man. You're my son's age. Let me pray for you right now. Let's, let's lock hearts around Joshua all across Chicagoland right now and wherever you're at. We've had people calling in from Tennessee and all across the fruited plain here. Father, in Jesus' name, put your arms around my brother, Joshua this great pastor, this great man of God who's being used powerfully. God, gird him up, strengthen him, give him sensitivity to your spirit, bless him with men and women of God that are rebar in the foundation of this church, that are strong and mighty in you. Give them unity that is powerful and bless them. I pray that you'll put them on the front lines of a harvest that'll blow his mind, God. And protect them in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. Love you. Hey, listen, Pastor Joshua, hold on the line. You're yes. getting a Carlin Crew prize pack. Sorry, I gotta <laughs> do it, it, guys. Thank you. Love it. Yeah, hang on here, Joshua. You hold on the line. You're getting a Carlin Crew prize pack. Put the mustard to this one for Pastor Joshua. Extra mustard. <laughs> yeah, extra <laughs> mustard. And you know what I mean. Yeah. I want this thing burgeoning to the point when he opens it up, it almost explodes. It's so full. <laughs> you got it. All right, there we go. Wow. How about them apples? Man. That's good stuff. Sweet, sweet stories this morning. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.